This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Universe's live coverage of SEMA 2016 is proudly brought to you by Forza Horizon 3 for the Xbox One and Windows PCs. Get yourself a copy of Forza Horizon 3 at xbox.com on Xbox Live or your favorite retailer. Live from SEMA 2016, this is our second day here in the MagaFlow booth. It's the Hooniverse podcast. Uh, I got I to thank uh, the wonderful people at Forza for sponsoring our little trip out here and setting up these rigs and uh, Fanatec for also handing out the kick-ass wheels that are hooked up to those rigs. Uh, get yourself a copy of Forza Horizon 3 at xbox.com or at your favorite retail-type place or actually just get it on Xbox Live. One of those three places. Either way, just play it. In- really fun game. Yeah. Please play that game. Just it's awesome. burn your life away like we are. So <laughs> I have too many hours on that game. It's pretty bad. Okay. So we have what has become a new friend of the show after last year, Jason Engel of Classic Creations. Hello. How the hell are you doing, man? It's been I'm a good. year. I'm good. Yeah, it's, it's been a year. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys showing this year or anything? Or? Yeah, man, yeah. I've got three here. Um, I've got uh, one in the Ford booth. Okay. I've got a GT500 in there, uh, CR, and then I have a our new GT350 CR, which is in the American Racing booth. Um, it's pretty wicked. So if you okay. can get out there, it's outside. New GT350, I assume? Yes. Okay. And that booth is wicked what they did. It, it, they're like individual garages. So, like, each brand, they own a bunch of brands, Montego Racing, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Anyways, each brand has its own separate garage. And uh, so I've released uh, released the car there. It's pretty cool. Um, Back to Fords this year? No Chevys this year? Yeah, no Chevys this year. No, I brought all three Fords. Yeah. Um, well, that's what you've been see where my for. heart is. But... Uh, <laughs> um, Oh yeah, I saw the uh, the live uh, review last oh, night. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat, man. So it turned out really well. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you'll have to forgive me. I've been stuck in here, so I haven't really seen much of the You're show. You're usually stuck in here. Yeah, but well, in some some regards, it's probably better. Yeah, that's nice, man. That's real nice. But I expect no less at this point. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's a re- you know what I'm trying to do with the 350 on this car was. I used to do the classic style car, make it look kind of stock, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I get that, but that's not me. You know, we, we got sick of that, so we're like, you know, forget it. We're going to go whole new designs. We did a, like a deep draw style hood, side exhaust, flared it out, 11-inch wheels, hammered it on the ground. It's got Detroit Speed suspension. It's got a Coyote. And I put the new 5.2 Voodoo intake on a 5.0 mm-hmm. Coyote. Ooh. How'd yeah. that work out uh, performance-wise? I'm bitching. I got yeah. 41 horsepower out of this. Uh, Just with the intake swap. Intake swap only. So this is the new This is the new mock intake, basically. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 41 horse and roughly mm, about uh, close to 50 foot-pounds of torque. That's pretty significant, especially yeah. on that motor where it's a little bit down on, on the torque. It torque, is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's bitching, man. It, it really, the it car gets down. Have you uh, have you had a chance to play with the Voodoo motor yet? Or? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I've got a, I've tuned three of them so far, the okay. GT350s. How are they, How they responding, yeah. Yeah. How are they doing the, yeah. Man, those, I will say this, with a, with a minor tune, they kick some serious ass. Um, but you have to be careful. Uh, they're, in my opinion, yeah. they need a little more fuel. Uh, if I was somebody going to step in a little bit, even you know more than what we could do, I would definitely want to want to up the fuel pumps on them and, and injectors. Would you? Do you think that that motor is kind of at the knife? Edge? Like classic example of a knife edge motor would be like the S two thousand motors, where they were right at the limit, and if you pushed them anymore, they went pop. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Is that oh, okay? Yeah, yeah, because you can you can see already they're they're right at the brink. Okay. Yeah. So don't fuck with your booties. Um, that's kind of my advice. Yeah. yeah, maybe headers and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe a little, little bit more timing and you're done. Yeah. It's funny after spending time with the R, 
I, I did some Ooh. some I did nine laps at Willow Springs mm-hmm. with that for a local motoring press deal, and that's one car I always screw with something. If I own a car, <laughs> I'm messing with it. Like, mm-hmm. it, but that's the one car. Fuel and tires yeah. and brakes. That's I don't think I would ever want to mess with it. It's so well set up from the it factory is. for track cars. Awesome. It's a sick looking car too, it's dude. Awesome. That wing is sick. Carbon wheels. Yeah. That it's a big difference between the two. I'm just waiting to see now what, what Chevy's answer is going to be with the Z28. It's going to be badass. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it, it has to be. Well, the last yeah. one was ridiculous. So. The thing about a Chevy, I mean, we all know that. I mean, a freaking LS engine just bone stock is putting out some stupid ass power mm-hmm. so i mean they really don't have to do a lot to compete unfortunately now i'm a dead set ford guy and everybody knows that yeah but i hate to say there's a reason the that are badass. three quarters of the cars here have ls motors yeah it's the new 350 it just works and yeah. it's a known quantity and i agree you know the voodoo's the voodoo and the coyote are great engines it's yes. just that they're more complicated they're more expensive yep and they're just not as well supported by the aftermarket yet they'll not, get there not yet you know the unique thing about a coyote and i mean in in its defense um if that if that car gets out on an ls it's going to be hard to reel it back in mm-hmm. the problem is is getting out on it um yeah. you know in, in because they they rev when you're shifting like with this new uh, voodoo intake i'm shifting that car 8200 that's not. It sounds like a fucking NASCAR rolling, you know, when you're when you're mm-hmm. blowing through it that high. So it it'll it'll hump down pretty hard. And um, I, I don't know. I, you know. We've been out the track with them, and and they're they're hitting pretty big power. I think I think the downfall to a Coyote is the footprint. Yeah, it's, it's just, so yeah. Wide, especially yeah. for a guy like you that's trying to wedge oh, it into an old car. It's just. I mean, good gosh. I mean, it's, it's massive. Is it physically larger than the older modular motors? Or absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, its footprint's probably about six inches wider oh. at the top because it's such a big V. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But the little block is like, if you take the damn oh, the heads off like, of it, you The block's no around. bigger than like a 302 block. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. But And then the unfortunate thing is, is all that motor, all that weight's up high now, too, so it fucks with your center of gravity. Yep. That's why we've got them slid back so far in our yeah. car. I, I just, I, I wonder why nobody's done it yet is taking like an LS block or a modular block or something like that and, ma- and just made just take the center block itself and just make a flat block and then hook up whatever the factory cylinder heads and, and the rotating assembly and everything is yeah yeah I mean it we, we talked about something similar to what you just said we don't understand why there's not a you know why they haven't taken a 32 valve uh, twin cam LS mm-hmm. oh I mean that would be Absolutely. So, Good by all accounts, that's coming soon. Yes, yes. Because they're they want to make a big big splash with the new with the new mid engine. That's going to be splash. Let me tell you, yeah. holy shit! I've heard <laughs> differing things from a really high revving motor to a twin turbo motor. So awesome. Um, so speaking of LSs, I had an interesting day after we left SEMA yesterday. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we had yeah. Uh, we had an interesting day with uh, LS powered vehicles. Uh-huh. Uh So there's a company out here in Vegas called Renegade Hybrids. Okay. So what they do is they swap V8s into shit. Ooh. Oh yeah. And uh, two cars that were driven. I didn't drive one of them. I only drove the other one because it was like one of them was a customer car. So nine nine six turbo okay. Porsche with a six hundred horsepower LS seven. Good gosh! Rear wheel drive. Oh, awesome! They, they, okay, so did you actually get to beat on the it guy. The guy Scott did. Okay, okay, and this dude can whip. Okay, so he's in because Vegas roads are historically kind of slick. Mm-hmm. He's sliding this bitch all over the place, and it was. <laughs> Were you on the streets? No, on, well. No, no, no. It was oh. a closed road out behind a shop. No, no, we're not on the streets at all. I would okay. never do anything. <laughs> never, like that never. It's terrible. Bad it's ideas. Yeah. Uh, and then they also had a uh, 2000 Porsche Boxster. This is his car with a 400 horsepower LS2 stock LS2, mm-hmm. and it that is perfect in a Boxster. Well, you take. Let a, me tell you, take a perfect. Porsche with an IMS failure, and then that's throw. what this was. He bought the car yeah, for thirty eight hundred bucks, and put this. It, obviously, his cost is significantly less than it would be a customer going in. So the swap, when they first started, it was like thirty five grand for the swap for that kind of car. And now it's cheaper, so don't quote me on full price. It's a little cheaper now, but thirty five grand plus a under four thousand dollar Porsche and you have a pretty bitchin' mid engine 
screaming. I'd like to see it. Awesome. Well, I mean, somebody just did it with a coyote motor and a Cayman, but yeah, I'd, lo- I'd rather see it in a Cayman. I just like the Cayman a lot more than the Boxer. Ooh, yeah. Well, the thing is, is yeah. the Boxer's been around and you can get them for dirt cheap. Cheap, yeah. And yeah. you could find a lot of them that have had the IMS failure and yep. just go ahead and do it. So yeah, but obviously the uh, the, well, the LS7 was people that get the daddy out there. People oh, ditch those cars left and right, yeah. especially once they start having mechanical issues because you have to take you have to drop the engine out of the body. It's the yeah. only way to do anything on them, and it's way too expensive for the most people that, that own them. And then the, the one car that was in his shop that he showed, he hasn't gotten it all figured. This one car figured out it's a Series One Lotus Esprit. He's putting an LS in. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's. That's awesome. Like I like that kind of oh, yeah. bastardization I want to see. I love it. <laughs> Frankly, I love it. and this is cool and all. The concept's cool, but I want to see his motor mounts and stuff. Uh, when I see it, you probably look at it the same thing yeah. and be like, oh, I can tell how the rest of the build's going to be just yeah. by looking at the mounts. Yes, it, it, I there's, agree. There's yeah. a, there was a note on in the dash, do not drive hard front motor mounts or something that was on that. Like, don't drive it hard yet. They, yeah. they just moved it around. They're still figuring that car out, but it was like a gorgeous blue thing. Um, which one was? Which James Bond was it? Free Your Eyes Only, like 81 Bond movie. Yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of spree with dark blue and red accents. With an LS. With, it, with an LS. That's ridiculous. Well, That's it'll crazy. be the most reliable spree ever built. There you go. Yeah, yeah it'll actually, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> but they might make it across town and back. You know? he, here's the thing: he was and like a lot of people. Whenever you see a garage open, you're driving around. You've seen a spree. It's got like Christmas decorations sitting on an undercover. Right. They're always broken. Mm-hmm. They're, yes. they're they're okay. Can we be frank? It's a piece of shit. Yes. Like an old spree's piece it of shit. Is. It so is. you have to do something that's super reliable and fun to drive, and that's that's the best way to make a Lotus. Put that's a V8 awesome. in it. Proper V8, not the uh, the Renault transmission twin turbo one. That one wasn't very good. No, it was no. not. No, 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 no. So I did see uh, the the CR in the Ford booth. In awesome. the Ford booth, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Sick, man. That's yeah. pretty awesome. It was awesome. You know, I think the thing, I, I brought the color, uh, the gray color, uh, simply because, I mean, it's just a cold classic color, right? Um, but what shocked us is the amount of traffic. It, it's insane. Yeah. That car has a crowd around it. I mean, it's, we can't even go wipe it down, you know? Um, so that's taken off really well, and I'm, I'm very happy uh, to be there. It's it's just amazing for us. I mean, we, we were always in a booth, right? Mm-hmm. But they actually called us this year. Hey, we want this car. This is what we want you to bring. And, you know, it's so simple to build three cars for SEMA. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> It's an easy task. Well, I mean, personally, I'm planning on bringing two next year. Well, sure, yeah. I, we were not painting that car two days prior to it leaving for you know to come up here at all. No. Um, we would never do anything or have any stress, but but we're glad we're here and um, uh, the cars the, the, it's taken off really well. The three fifties really launched very well. Got a big crowd out there too. Um, we have a red convertible, uh, one of our cars right out by the uh, taxi line out front. Oh, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, everybody says also. that. I've seen that. One. It's crazy. That car is getting more traffic than any car in any booth we have here, simply because everybody has to. Walk everybody by has that to place. see it. Yeah, and man. your shop name's all over it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm getting phone calls on my cell phone. I'm like, how the hell did you get my number? Um, but they're looking at that and then going to the gray car and finding my card. Yeah, uh, it was pretty cool, man. We went to uh, we went to the um, to the kind of thank you party for all the vendors that, that helped out with the vicious product yesterday, and and I was just like. I, I said congratulations. You guys are now up with with all the with all the other guys like yourself, and you know, like yeah, that's it's nice when you see sometimes these guys come in and they get that yeah. one one that one that finally gets the attention that they deserve. And I think and you got do. it. You got it a few years ago, oh, and did. then that car you did last year was spectacular. Thank so. you. Yeah, it's it's okay. So if you don't mind, don't laugh. Yeah, I, I've been dying to see this. This vicious Mustang. Where the hell is it? It's right there. Right there. It's, okay, I need to go look at it. Oh, yeah. this is the. This one here? It's the, the, it's the gray and black one right there. Oh, that car's sick. Yeah. Okay, so I heard a little story about this car, about the nightmares that they had. Yeah. Um, we were talking to the owner last night. It seemed pretty insane. I, I do know uh, that uh, like a week prior to 
being here didn't even have the interior drivetrain in it yet. No. I mean, so they, the wow. amazing thing is those guys in their shop, they have like seven different departments, and they have their own interior shop, their own paint shop, that's all that awesome. stuff. I'm like, that's the way to streamline production. That car is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's a sexy car, dude. They said they had put, what was it, 3,000 hours into it in the that's, last month. Wow. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had... I shot Foreman's outside. I begged him to come in here, man, because he's funny. But uh, he wouldn't do it. He was scared to get on the radio. On the radio. But um, the uh, the amount of hours we put in, man. I mean, just just in the last month for us, you know, just an overtime. Just yeah. forget the base hours was like, I don't know. My wife's sitting over here. I think it was like four or five hundred overtime hours, which is ridiculous, yeah. you know, um, just to get these here. I mean, you've got to do what you got to do. You know, you either want to be there or you, you're going to, you know, not do no, it. No, I mean, we're here. doing it. I mean, we're just media presence. But, I mean, everything for us is a rush, too, coming up to oh, this. Yeah. So I can only imagine for you guys that have been busted on something for a year. It's crazy, You know, sometimes man. two years. It's Wasn't crazy. your car done right after last year's SEMA, though? Come on. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know, here's how it works. It's a SEMA curse, okay? Yeah. So you can start this son of a bitch tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I will guarantee you you'll be working on it the night before. I don't know. I don't get it. You know what it is? Is it's, it's the same thing. And I said this yesterday when we had the guys that built the vicious car on. I, any big project you undertake in a business like this that's got some engineering behind it takes exactly as long as the time you have. Yeah. There is no finishing early. Yeah. Because you always get to something and you go, "Wow, we got another two months. I'm going to really focus on getting this just right." Just like you with the spoiler last year. Oh, you're my like, gosh, yeah. Where you had spent, what, was it three weeks, <laughs> four weeks on that? man. It was stupid. Yeah. But it was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. so I told everybody now, um, I called everybody at work and told them SEMA starts in September next year. Yeah. They moved it. Oh, they did? Uh-huh. So oh, that my way... God, I'm so thankful I don't have to spend <laughs> SEMA, my birthday at SEMA again. Fuck yes. Wait, wait, seriously? Uh, no, it's not. I, I, I oh, told please. them that. Yeah, oh, please. I'm, like, just... I'm about to say, like, come on, man. Like, that would be, that would be amazing. Hope. <laughs> I always so, have to spend my birthday if here. If I can keep telling everybody that, then we won't uh. be late. Everything is going to be fine. You know, I just tell everybody at the shop in September... We're going to plan it, just make everybody believe that it's September, you know, mid-September or whatever. And then we don't have to worry about it anymore. We're not going to be sitting here October 24th putting in the interior in this car. So that's the plan. Jason, people have this thing called the Internet. (laughs) They're going to find this information out. I will hack the Internet. Yeah. (laughs) We can make some things happen in our office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we probably... uh, mess with a router a little bit do a little something there but uh <laughs> yeah yeah man it's you know next year is going to be pretty cool too uh we're unveiling a car next year uh, we're going to do a 6970 um yeah. we're going to be unveiling next year so i'm pretty anxious to do that yeah i'll tell you about the, the vicious guys are going to be doing i think you guys are going to be going back to back on the 70s i love it Yep, it's a cool you know, car. Well, the unique part is though, and you guys, I mean, especially you, you know, of course, you, you understand this. Mm-hmm. We're we're in, we're in a niche market. We're mm-hmm. a, this is a production car for me. The cool thing is, I can hang out with these dudes, like you know, the Ring Brothers, mm-hmm. all those guys. We hang out, we talk, we have a good time because I'm not competition. Yeah, I'm yeah. building. You know, I'm doing a production car, so I'll build this six nine seventy, and I'll do the same car four hundred fifty five thousand times. I don't really care. You couldn't steal their customers if you wanted to because no. you're busy. Yeah, you've got too much as it is. It's it's pretty yeah. cool, and I think that that creates my relationships with some of these builders. Um, Troy Tapania, which is badass. To be honest with you, I don't know if you've seen his cars. Out yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It, not in a while, but yeah, I've seen okay, stuff. That's in the, past. the cars that I run up to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I look at. I mean, that's my first car I run to every year. Right. Um. And, and you talk with these guys, it's really interesting. They'll go, oh, there's competition. It's not competition. No. I, I'm, I'm doing that same car, this 350, this 500, and I'll just continue stamping the same car out all the time. Um, and I don't have to, you know, I don't have to worry about uh, being a half-million-dollar car. Mine are usually in that 150 to 200 that and range. people have their genres that they play in, too. Like, you've got like, you've got, like, John Ward at Icon, who's just a fucking madass. Yeah. It, like, his stuff always looks like it's a factory-produced car, but you're like, no, it costs ten times as much as yes, it, it would have. <laughs> and, and or maybe even 50 times as much, but it's immaculate. Those Broncos are sick. Yes, they are. So Did good. you see the Caprice? No, I haven't. Where's it at? Uh, I don't think they I don't think it's it here. here. No. It's, okay. it's on, it's a customer car. Okay. But they dumped, like, almost $300,000 into oh, it, yeah. doing a Caprice. Uh, a 94 Caprice, not an old one. It's sick. Yeah, that... He's always every vehicle I've ever seen Jonathan bring out here is just yeah. sexy, man. It's I mean, he and then work. you get like 
you know, Rob from Singer, completely different thing. That's his genre. Yeah. You're, you know, you are known for doing just kick-ass Mustangs. I mean, and there are a lot of people, but you were among the top, I'd say top three. And the reason I think we're there is how many we've done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, dude, I, I've built over 300 cars, man. I mean, I, I'm, that's real. Yeah. I mean, there's really not. It's a formula for you. It I is, mean, man. it's not it's, that it's, it's not just, painful, but you you no, know what it is. Yeah, and I'm, I'm production-oriented. That's yeah. that's what we want to do, you know. Yeah. Um, we we and we're very very proud of that. Uh, that's that's our niche. I have a lot of these builders that we talk about. Hey, man, how do you do this so quick? How do you do this? How do you do that? And, you know, it's it's uh, I'm not doing one bumper and never doing it ever again. Right. And that's how I do it. You know, I, I get 500 of them made. So yeah, that's how I do it. Pretty it's, cool. If there is, awesome. so, you've obviously had a lot. You know, you've worked on a lot of American muscle basically yes. over the years, almost exclusively, right? Yes. If. You were, con- you know, if somebody said to you, "Look, I want you to do something that's outside of your comfort zone," mm-hmm. what do you think you would pick? Italian, German, something? I'm dying to do a 280Z, an old one. Yeah. Oh, those are yeah, they're dope, man. Yeah. Those cars are. Just I've sick. been eyeballing like the 240s for yeah. a very long. time. The 240s time. have gotten too expensive, though. Yeah. Actually, some of them I've seen some some nice painted, very well good, like in SoCal, some good drivers for about 20 grand. Yeah. That's. I remember that's a nice car so, for that. I remember ten years ago when they were like six. No, I do too. Yeah, but I'm yeah. talking just like fresh paint cars, like just very, very nice. I'm, cars. I could, if you could squeeze, I'm sorry. If, yeah. you, if you could squeeze an, a, a, a Coyote is what I would do. If I could squeeze a Coyote in a 280 and Ooh. tune it up, yeah. you're talking about an 8,000 RPM engine in a car like that. Um, ooh, I mean, I, I love that body style. Uh, oh yeah, I think they're cool. It's one of the, I think it's one of the prettiest cars of that era. Yeah, man, and they got a massive hood. So. I mean, there were a lot of really ugly things that were built in that time. And yes. That thing was small and pretty and just a proper sports car. My girlfriend had one in high school. I used to always take it from her and go drive. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was a very different experience back then. I mean, you were talking a car that was a thousand pounds lighter than yeah. everything else at, at a minimum. You and know, they handled straight six and yep. yeah. Very, very different experience. Yep. That and the RX-7. Remember those? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, it was pretty. I mean, real similar body style back then, you know. Yeah. But uh, The yeah, Japanese were definitely doing, like, their Italian and British influence yes. at the time. Yes, you know? they were. Um, they the, all R- kind the of... The RX-7, the FCs were exactly... They looked very similar to a 944. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strange. But very I like strange. a lot of stuff. Like, I love a good 510. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A good 510 is just a very clean car. You're like, it, oh, it's a Japanese ripoff of a 2002. Mm-hmm. But it's done better. It is. You yeah. know? It is. And you can still see even today. I mean, you know, we look at all these cars, especially the imports. They are copying each other. They're all knocking off each other. Right now, I think the biggest, I think the biggest offenders, and I say offenders very loosely, mm-hmm. is... Hyundai were trying to find their footing to, to, to emulate the Germans to break into that market. Totally agree. Because Lexus and Infiniti are doing their own very Japanese thing, and I think Hyundai's going, well, we want to try and emulate the Germans more. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of their styling, they hired Peter Schreier to do all their styling. So, yeah. well-known I mean, German designer, he's been with a lot of the German brands, and now he's with them to do a lot of well, their styling. Well, the benefit the it'll be is that it'll be a cool German-type design in a car that will actually run for more than mm-hmm. six months straight. Agreed. That's true. You know that is very that is very true. <laughs> I, I something about that. I just Hyundai. I just look at them and just go. It's a brand with just so much promise that they just have not hit the performance market. I, I want to see like a pro touring Genesis. I do too. You know, he, my wife and I speak about this all the time. I think they're cool looking. Yeah, I mean, the, for the a new Hyundai, Genesis are really cool. Yeah, I mean, shit, man, those are cool cars. You know, they look good for the money. Best bang in the buck in the used market too. Totally agree. You can buy you can buy used Genesis with like. 50,000 miles for like $10,000 all day long in Los Angeles. Yeah. And people don't value them. Like, that's, that's just It's a lot wrong. of car for the money. It is. I was telling my dad, like, he's, you know, he's, my dad doesn't care about cars at all. Like, he's like, <laughs> he, he's an aerospace engineer that drives uh, a Toyota Matrix with like 210,000 miles Oof. on it. That's hilarious. He just, he's like, eh, I drive it to work and back. I'm like, okay, next one, let's get you a used Genesis. I'm right. Like, It'll run you for... It'll run you for as long as you want want it to run in. They're good looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a good design to them. I agree. I think they're cool. And for the money, you can't really beat it. No. 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 I, like, I mean, and, and you also look at the aspect of uh, down the road, that car is still going to maintain some of its value, too, because mm-hmm. it's not ugly. Right. I mean, no disrespect, but, you know, look at a Honda Accord. I mean, it's just, just in my opinion. It's just bland. It's, I mean, there's nothing right. There's nothing wrong. Like it's a, just a car. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's that the Genesis does have some styling. It's a smart idea. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, you know, just like the entire Nissan lineup is just like it's a car. That should be their motto. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But keep saying it. Been for talking about the three years. Put the Tau engine in the Genesis. Put the five liter in the Genesis Coupe. Well, the Coupe's dead. Coupe. Awesome. I know, but that would have been amazing if so, they put that V8 in the Coupe. That would have been awesome. So, is Ford doing a Bronco? Is it top secret I, ninja I, information that you already have that you won't reveal? Yeah, no, 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 no. I would have talked about it. If did. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I know the person that would that would have that, and he's not going to speak about that quite yet. Um, I think they'll do it. I, it's going to be. I think it's. I don't think it's going to be like a full off road thing. I think it's going to be kind of a just a throwback crossover. I'm like, like a Toyota, the FJ Cruiser, kind of like that? Yeah, Maybe. I don't think they want it. Well, and even the FJ is pretty capable off-road yes. car. It's just, I think that um, they don't want to step on their own foot with the Raptor. Makes sense. You know, the Raptors, yeah. eh, it's a good profit center for Ooh, them. Ooh, an SVT Bronco like that? Bye, 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 Raptor. I mean, all over that, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Hmm. And then the Navigator, I, was, I know I'm ADD here, so I'm jumping around, but, you know, the, the, the Navigator uh, prototype, is it going to have those winged no, things? That's, that's not going to happen. You don't think it's going to no, happen? No way. That Come is on. so cool. Uh, it's the front and rear door. Hold like, on, kids. <laughs> I, I just don't ever think that's ever going to happen. I mean, if Tesla's having problems with their own, I don't think Ford's going to yeah. pull it off yeah. at, at a lower, much lower price point. Yeah. It sure looks cool, though. It does look right. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like from Silicon Valley. I won't drive anything without billionaire doors. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. The doors on my car just open laterally. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That it was cool though, dude. I I looked at I saw it and I'm, I told my wife I was like, hey, check this out. You know, you, you got one door. I mean, how the hell is that going to work? Yeah. Uh, hold on, kids. You know, you got to open up one to get. I don't understand really. Lincoln only has responsibility to do one door proper. And that is a Continental with suicide doors. Yes. That's the only... That would be so cool. That's the only responsibility they have as a company, as far as I'm concerned. That and that so concept cool. was awesome. It was, man. Oh, They'll never build it. I know they won't. Lincoln will never build another interesting car. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, I, I hate to say it on air, but Ford does need to do something with this Expedition. Navigator, this needs to happen. Um, because they're great SUVs and they're just not styled. Well, that there's long in the tooth. It's just the I same don't think they're going to survive. Thing. I mean, I think that the the Explorer is so big now. I think it's hard for them to justify those. Yeah. And the reality is, is most people really don't need them. I mean, if yeah. you if you need something that's that stout, you buy a crew cab F one fifty. Right. And you know, if you need I space for the family, you get a crossover. It's just kind of that, yeah. that's the where it's going. I mean, yeah, it it, like the Flex was. You know, it's an interesting thing, and it was really expensive when it came out. And now they're like, they'll give them to you, basically. The Flex and the MKT, those are like, those are awesome. Yeah, That's they are a pretty cool vehicle. And driver. the Flex, people don't realize Huge. how big that thing is. It seats like seven. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It does have a big footprint, though. The car itself, yeah, yeah. it's pretty large. I've but, seen a few of those Flexes, you know, done up a little bit. They're yeah. pretty damn cool. And they're they're quick for the big things that they are. I mean, it's three point five liter EcoBoost. Yeah, so. it ought to be quick with all wheel drive, and they're, they they hustle. I just really want Ford to take care of that carbon problem in the intakes. Ah, uh, yeah. Speaking we, of EcoBoost, yeah. Okay, so I was supposed to bring a three point five EcoBoost powered car this year. Okay. Ah, okay. Uh, let me tell you why I didn't bring that. <laughs> okay, um, the footprint on a three point five EcoBoost is approximately four inches wider than a Coyote. Oh. Can anybody explain that? Why? So I'm not going to go into... The heads are smaller, right? right? A little bit. Yeah. What's really weird about it is it's actually bulkier in the middle of the engine um, than it is as a Coyote. Like, not including the turbos. It's just bulky. It's really weird. That um, is kind of weird. We, we, uh, we got measurements from a certain party, and um, they were incorrect. So we had this car built around said measurements... And then the engine shows up, and we're like, oh, cool, yeah, let's put it in. What the hell? Um, so it had a Coyote in it now, which it does now, and uh, will remain that way. But we are going to do one now that we know the correct measurements, mm-hmm. um, and I'm anxious to do that. Uh, are they selling that as a crate motor properly yet? Yes. Or? They are. Yes. Okay. The, the tune right now in the Ford Racing Controls pack is a little bit to be desired, but and that's okay. Yeah. They're, just, they're working on that right now. Um, but it's a badass kit, dude. I mean, it comes with everything. I'm imagining it's a little like an E-Rod right now and that it's very conservative. Yes, yes. Um, and speaking of that, I'm really 
hoping, and if anybody's listening out there with Ford, come out with a EPA-certified engine powertrain kit. We yeah. need it. Um, with the new bill from SEMA that was in legislation, that was that's going to allow us small-time builders to be able to use these new bodies and mm-hmm. create our own vans, blah, 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 and do it correctly through you know legislation, uh, the proper legislation. But we have to have a certified engine pack. You know? Right. So in, we don't have that. And GM's been very successful with the E-Rod. The E-Rod's been great. They sell a lot of them. I'm not sticking LSs in a, in a Shelby. I mean, that wouldn't make any sense. So, no. it, it, in, in, you know, we need that. And I know they can do it. It's just a matter of when they're going to do it. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of, you know, investing in the program. And, yeah. And then doing the marketing. And because it's not like they're already, they're not already building the damn things. Yeah. I mean, so. you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a bunch of them out here that are EPA certified, so you know, it'd be cool to get it done. The only thing that gets to be a hassle with those is the exhaust, the exhaust packing and packaging yeah. to keep it. It's just like it'd be nice if there was just a little bit more leeway on that. Just, I agree. Just as far as even like, well, so long as I keep the primaries the same length, but I make new headers, it, from an emission standpoint, really shouldn't make any difference. I agree. Yeah. But I also get where it's kind of like. Uh, kind of like a slippery slope thing too where it's like a rule is a rule is a rule and it's easy to enforce it that way rather than having to be subjective and unfortunately I've been down that road yeah Um, I mean I'll say it openly I've been audited uh, by the EPA Um, you know and and I understand it now that actually did help me um, because I didn't understand why you know what you just said and the thing is it really is based upon which makes sense you know if you did in fact evade the EPA, you're going to pay that difference in the profit you made. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. Okay. Well, you can't. What needs to happen? What would be really simple is to take what you're saying, um, a, a a pack, you know, a car that's actually certified, um, and then show everybody that kit. So you could take a car, let's say with a Coyote, uh, a brand new one, take it down, have it certified, get mm-hmm. that done, and then to the world announce this is what you need to do you know with these kind right. of converters this this da, 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 and you will meet certification well the thing that gets me and this is especially in california i mean it's obviously less lenient because they do the visual inspections in california right and to me that's the silliest thing possible because if you pass the sniffer test what does it matter other than basically people that have paid to get their parts certified and it's a profit center um I don't understand why that's an issue. If if you pass a sniffer test, who cares I otherwise? Agree. And, you know, that's a good question because um, I think, I don't think I know, and we all know, there is a way you can trick a sniffer test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's, what's, that's why that's such a big deal with the EPA is that, you know, they can be tricked. Um, in it's it's a really well I think, weird deal. I think my objection is not to the. I should clarify that it's not to the visual inspection overall because I think a quick look under the car just to make sure nothing's going on where they're basically injecting more oxygen into yes. it or something after <laughs> yes. the fact to make it look like it's passing. That's okay, but to then basically pick it apart and go, well, this part number doesn't match. And blah 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 yeah, blah. I agree with you on that. I, I do. I do believe that some of it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Um, because reality is this: I can take a coyote right now that I put in one of my cars. Okay, mm-hmm. I can put cats on it. I can tune it, and I guarantee you, I can pass that sniffer test. I so I hypothetically know a gentleman with a Corvette with a prototype exhaust on it, mm-hmm. with aftermarket catalytic converters that makes about. 90 horsepower more than it originally made uh-huh. and verified by the manufacturer of said exhaust it runs cleaner than it did stock I believe that so and makes more power I believe that not that I would know anything about this car personally but <laughs> it, it's it, it's just you know it's all from a friend of mine I truly believe that I, um, I don't doubt that at all yeah it's 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 unfortunate because I you know, it's just like people that just rip cats off stuff for no reason at this point. I'm like, well, that's kind of like just shitting on the kitchen table because you can't. Yeah. You know, it's there's no need to. I agree. You know, you know, some of these engines require back pressure. Yeah. They really do to perform the way they need to perform. Well, it's the way they were engineered, especially all the modern stuff. It's just like, oh, that was done in the CFD. Yes. You know? Yes, it was. So it's uh, it's it's an interesting thing. It but is. Yeah, it is. Have you um? 
so you've been working on Coyote Motors. Have you worked with any of the new LT stuff? or No. No? Mm-hmm. No. What, what do you mean? Uh, okay. So they replaced I... the LS motors with all the LT stuff. No, no, I haven't. No. Okay. I have not. Just curious just because I've talked to a few people that have had some issues with it. So Lots of cooling problems as they are so, with that engine. So. I, I, I will say, on the Coyote stuff, man, in the last uh, three years, they have changed to the new 1617 version, which is that with the IMRCs, uh, mm-hmm. it's intake manifold remote controls. And they're a little different built inside. Dude, they're badass. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. I mean, it's a whole different animal. It's really weird. The controls packed from Ford's better. It's smaller. You know, it's easier to work with. Um it's pretty cool. Uh, I will say that Ford's been working on that side of that, you know, market a lot better. Well, and since we ordered that one, I, uh, thank you for helping me obtain yeah, I was gonna my. Say, uh, I was going to say, let's talk about your so, little project yeah, it's, there. Uh, so the engine's in. Awesome. Uh, we are working the transmission tunnel for the T56 Magnum. Awesome. So that's being worked out. Uh, went with Heights Pro G for the front because awesome. my friend who runs the shop, he's a dealer for them. So we got. That's good we get. Get, so that that's going to be interesting. So that's in. It's just not painted it has to we're test fitting everything that's going into there so cutting up the transmission tunnel and everything that's going to go along with that so it is what it is you kind of got to make this engine and everything fit trying to get it as far back as possible so with yes. high we should be able to get that done for control pack is super simple like it's going to be a really awesome, easy process yeah uh so illuminator excess uh i'm hoping you know obviously i think they say 500 horse like right about just over 400 pound feet of torque without any tuning exactly i was getting ready to tell you without any tuning i know this for a fact um tune on this a little bit you're gonna squeeze another about another 45 to 50 horsepower out of that engine Tuning only. In, in talks with uh, Cunningham Motorsports in Temecula to do the tuning Oh, you're working with Ryan on yeah. that one. So we're going to be working with him on getting the tune for that car. So he's doing Ford stuff now, too, because he, oh, was, yeah. he was like the go-to HP tuners guy for a long, long time. So do you know Mike Heinz? He has that uh, that bot that Matt drove his blue uh, supercharged uh, one for tune. I, I, I know who he is just because I know enough people. Corolla took yeah. the car off, remember, yeah. for, for that? Yeah, that was yeah. that car. So he went to a, a, a 13 Boss 302. It's all track prepped and everything, and Ryan tuned that car. So he's putting 475 wheel out of it. So Damn, that's, that's, that's great. And he has the Boss 302 with all the the, the Illuminator XS, all the Cobra Jet parts. On onto his Boss 302. Hey, so this it's in California, right? It's in California. Yeah. Yeah. See, you guys, you have a consistent weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as a tuner, that's a tuner's dream. Yeah. You know, although we don't have consistent altitude. That's, that's true. That's very yeah. true, yeah. That's a pain in the ass. Well, I know as a tuner, at one of our big things in Oklahoma, in Texas, Midwest, you know, in that area, is the extreme cold temperatures. And mm-hmm. then, in the hell, it can be 110 in the summer. And negative 20 in the winter. <laughs> yeah. like, I had oh. sensor gets real useful, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yes, yes. So it's a little bit of a mess. That's cool, man. So I'm, so. I'm looking forward to uh, getting her fired up relatively shortly. I'm trying. I'm, we're shooting for a December uh, at least somewhat finished date, but we'll see how it goes because it's now at this point it's not as it's not as difficult anymore. Now yeah. the, the the hard part's gone. Yeah. Like the old no more no cooling issues. No, it's just it's now a simple engine. Well, relatively, but it's, I mean, it's its plug and play at this point. It's just now that, plug it in. It's just well, now hardware, making sure all it, everything fits right, clearances and all this, and a little bit of fab work because of the transmission tunnel because it's a bigger trans going into fuel it. Fuel system. Uh, where were we going? I thought we were still with Aeromotive, but okay. we might be trying to change that Yeah, because up you were doing bit. the LSA stuff last yeah, year. I, I would, yeah. We're yeah. Still, we, I still have the A1000 set up uh, with like it. I'd like to talk to you about, about a Vaporworks okay. returnless. Um, yeah, we need to talk about that. Yeah, man, that because uh, it, it's a kick-ass kit, um, silent, returnless. You don't have to worry about the fuel heating up and permeating, blah, 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 blah. I don't want any boiling uh, fluid. That would be our boiling fuel. That'd be Absolutely. bad thing. Yeah, not there's nothing in that set of words that sounds pleasant. No. no. Boiling fuel. You know, the return, fuel. and I hate to get off, and I'm, again, guys, I'm ADD, but the return systems are a thing of the past. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, Which is funny fuel. because they weren't a thing, then they became a thing, yes. and now they're going back yeah. away. It, it, the fuels get so damn hot, yeah, because you know, it's going right over the manifold, you know, right over the intake, just sucking up the heat and going right back to the tank. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's like an oven, and which uh, is no good for the pump either. Huh? No, and the returnless systems we we I was speaking of here, um, it, it uses it. Unfortunately, it's a GM ZL1 pump. Um, yeah. So you'd be happy. 
Um, well, yeah, it works. <laughs> I'm agnostic. I, I like, dude. I, I since I last saw you, I bought a Ford too. So awesome. Yeah, uh, so. so Ford tough with Chevy stuff. Anyways, it's um, a ZL1 pump and um, uh, returnless system on it. And what what ends up happening? It's got a little bleeder valve in the pump, so it'll maintain that pressure no matter what. Okay, so check it. This module from VaporWorks runs and with the RPMs with the voltage of the pump. So at idle, the, it may be one volt. Yeah. And then as you rev it jumps up, up to like just what, 15 or something. Pump. Yeah, dude, and you can't even hear the pump. Like, literally, you're like, is it on? I mean, it's so cool. Um, That's got to be pretty awesome. Fuel cool, but this is the most annoying thing when you get in a race car and you turn the pumps on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we, yeah, we need to talk about that. Yes. We need to we'll, talk we'll about make, it. We'll make something work. All right. So is that... So obviously you've been using that quite a bit. Is that... Um, is that something you're actively helping marketing at this point? Or? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah, I'm helping uh, marketing that, and uh, Carl Casanova is the owner of Vaporworks. Okay. Um, he's been really good to us, and uh, we've helped him design a kit for the Coyotes, specifically for them. Um, and it works really, really well. I mean, we, we use it on all our production cars. So how much, I mean, obviously that's using the, the pump out of the GM supercharged stuff. Right. What, like... Beyond that, like what's it? So there's like a control box that goes along with that. And yeah, it's then, about the footprint of a business card. Uh, oh, okay. Control box, and um, it, it's just operating off RPMs. I mean, that's really it in a nutshell. Real simple. So really, in that system, you're really paying for the control box. That's really what it comes exactly. down to, right? You're you're not going turbo, right? Not anymore. Okay, no. yeah, yeah. You would just run. You wouldn't need a hob switch or anything. So you just, it's real simple. I mean, it really. Is. That's gonna be fun. Great. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yes. Yeah, it'll be good. I, you've been working on that project literally as long as I've known you. Yeah. yeah. We need to get this over with. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get it over to the shop. Well, it's it's gonna get it's got to get done because it, unfortunately, I'm, I mean, I'll I'll enjoy it for a bit, but it's gonna have to go. Like that's the, that's the thing. I knew I just, that. I, it's got to go. Like I can't keep it around. I need yeah. something a little bit less expensive. Uh, and honestly, something that I mean, I I will have fun with the car, but I don't think I'll truly ever kick the shit out of it. Yeah, like really kick the shit out of it. There's I a difference. It. Like I'll go blast around and have some fun and everything that's with it. But like in a canyon, like I no. really like to just no. it's just too expensive. Just to like, I love. I, I want to be able like when I drove a Miata recently. Like I'm on the mall, I'm on the snake, and I'm popping up on the curve, sliding it around, and it's just it's a fun car to just beat the shit out yeah, of it. We've it's great. said it many times. Freedom is a car you don't give a fuck about. I agree. So if it's like, I mean, uh, if the paint's a little, little jacked up, whatever, you know, something that's what I would ultimately like to be able to do something with, yeah. but that's not, right. this car's going to be too pretty, the paint's going to be too expensive, and I don't really want to do that. So it's turned into something different. So Have some fun with it and sell it. Yeah. Just go get it like a 240 or something and kick the shit out of it. After. Well, the tires are really old, so those are getting, like, I'm going to do the break-in, and then I'm just going to just destroy these tires. Like, that. that is going to be fun. Like, get the engine break-in complete, and then uh, it's going to be some high RPM, some 8,000 RPM burnouts. That's my idea of fun with that car at this point. Yeah, and the um, the on the tire side, mm-hmm. the um, we'll talk about that too. Okay, <laughs> we'll happen to. Are you guys I might a, have some BFG rivals on there? Are we'll you guys see. having a hard time finding signs, yes. find tire fitments now? I, because yes and no, and that's yeah. a good question too. Okay, so um, BFG, BFG Goodrich, uh, mm-hmm. within the last I don't know eleven months has completely changed. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're actually listening to the car builders, and they're building the tire size. It's actually pretty badass. You mean they're every? They're, well, they're one of within reason three companies that will make tires that will fit my bet. I mean, it's them, Michelin, and uh, I can't remember who the third is right now. So good news about Michelin. Toyo, I think they are triple eight on yeah. the car. Yeah. yeah, Michelin now is going to be made in the U.S. No more in France. Okay, so, so the availability. Yes, the cost mm-hmm. will be there. The availability will be better. Still the same quality of tire, but it's coming over here. It's yeah. going to be great. That's yeah. got to be awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's, the tricky thing is, is I don't like to run anything more than an 18 because I don't I agree. care about playing. I just I want a little sidewall yeah. so I get some compliance and it actually sticks. I don't want to be bouncing off everything. I agree. And um, it's hard to find. Like, I run a 335 in the rear of my car. Yeah. And it's just not that many people that make that 335 in 30? 335 35. Okay. Yeah. Did I make that in the Rival? 
Yep. yep. And the Michelin makes it as well. Yep. Those are like it, the Michelin. That's where I battle mine too. So the Michelin's so expensive. It's, it's like a lot of money to to put tires on on my vet with the Michelin. It's like twenty two hundred bucks. Yes. It's a lot of money for tires. We need to talk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> One of my lead sponsors is Michelin and Bib Goodrich. Oh, okay. Um, and they're great people. Okay. And they they're really into the aftermarket world. They're going to step it up um, this year quite a bit. Um, okay. And keep on moving. So they've on. they've finally learned that like people are like we need fitments. Yes. So it seemed like they just slowly disappeared over like the last five or six years. And they did. Yes, they did. I guess it's just the 18s kind of went out of style with a lot of people and everybody. The manufacturers started putting 19s and 20s on. It is. And so they thought, oh, let's follow that. Well, now everybody's saying, well, where the hell are our tires at? You know, we need this. Yeah. We need that. Well, they, they listened. So it's it, like it's the, uh, the Vet and, and the 911 both run 19s and 20s. Yes. That's, that's a huge wheel. That's too big. Yeah, I'd agree. My opinion. I'd agree. Yeah, race cars. When do you see a race car that's doing... It's doing road course work, running anything bigger than 17 or 18. There's no sidewall. Right. I mean, give me a 20-inch wheel on a vet, and let's drag race. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's all going to be suspension work and not yeah. the tire. Because, I mean, there's no way, uh, I mean, with, with a you know, quarter-inch of sidewall, the damn thing's going to hook up. There's no way. No, it's I hate, I hate that on my Fiesta. Yeah. It's got, like, no sidewall from that. I am absolutely, when those tires are going to go... And they're going to go soon because I got 14,000 miles on them, and I think that's a 100 treadwear rating from the factory. Um, yeah, those sidewall, there is no sidewall. It's like a rubber band, and I'm tired of that thing crashing over every bump. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's one of those things. Now I just got to find a fitment that'll work. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. You know, they're, they're all out there. It's pretty cool, man. They, I, 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 like I said, within the last six months or so, even now, it, some of the tire sizes coming out for the SEMA car stuff, I asked for, and they actually made, man. The rival. That's pretty cool. That's a good tire. That rival's it's a sick. real good tire. It's well, somebody finally stepped up to Michelin because Michelin just owned the market with the Pilot Sports for a long time. They're badass. And tire. I mean, Pirelli kind of plays at that at the top end with the P zero on the the P zero Corsa. I mean, that's a nice tire too, but once again, very expensive. And yes, you're going to get several thousand miles out of it. That's about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the Michelin has good good tire life. They, they do horrible burnouts. Yeah, you guys see the Top Gear issue with us in it. Have you seen that yet? Top Gear, mm-hmm. okay. Tanner Faust is out there just blowing. Oh, off. that that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are Michelin's. And a Michelin, my my Michelin BFG rep called me. He goes, "What the hell are you guys doing with fucking tires?" He goes, "Yeah, because yeah, I sent them back." Yeah. And they're literally just belts. The whole thing in the rear was belts. Well, that's because Tanner was driving it. Of course, it's going to be like that. He cracks me up. He's like, he, he, the producer goes, "Hey, can you do me a half a mile burnout?" And he laughed. He goes, "Don't fucking." Don't even, don't even tempt me. Mm-hmm. He gets out there. What does he do in the show? Go look. It's a half mile burnout. You know, uh, drift shoots are completely forbidden on Mulholland Highway after Tanner. I don't doubt that because he ripped up all the reflectors right in the center of the road. I don't doubt that. Yeah, so they no longer allow that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was an amazing shoot. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll never forget it. We were there, and we're all standing around looking at this show. You know, get and I'm, this is he hasn't even driven the car yet. Now he's driven three of my cars, so but he jumps over. And then I see him slowly drive it off, and he's in an alley. Yep. He does one little swipe left, one little swipe right, and then that's in. it. I mean, it, the guy yeah. sidesteps it in third gear, and, I mean, blows the freaking tires off, comes around the corner. I, I'm just, my heart's sinking. I thought he was going to wreck. He no, slides up, Tanner. and he, he just waves at me. Guy, the guy's a badass. People don't realize it. Tanner is the guy that taught Ken Block how to drive. He's a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and he's like the most low key guy you'll ever meet. Too. I wanted to compete in the streetcar challenge this year, and then like put makeup on him, yeah, and see if I couldn't say he's an employee uh, of, of Classic Recreations. <laughs> but yeah, he's a badass dude. He, he's driven several of my cars, and and I have to say, that was incredible. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's an interesting guy. He's, I mean, he started out. I think he was teaching himself how to do person school buses. I think that's how he started. Holy out. shit! Yeah. Wow, that doesn't surprise in me. In Colorado, obviously, a lot of snow, so that's how he pick it up by driving in a lot of snow. That's how you start car control. You well, I mean, they does. say in a drift car you'd like a long wheelbase. Well, there you go. Yeah. Wow. That doesn't surprise me at all. No. no. He's, he's a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. But all the drifters, all the pro drifters are, really. Yeah, they are. We had, um, you know, a friend of the show, Tony Angelo, coming on later today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Tony is kind of one of the godfathers of American drift. And, uh, yeah, they're all psychopaths. They are. They're very. Lo- they can be very low key in person, and then you get behind the wheel, and you're like, "Oh, you have a death wish." 
I, I really thought that he was going to die during that during that uh, filming. <laughs> I'm seeing this guy, you know, blow. I mean, when he was doing. By the way, that show was real. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't bullshit. He really was doing 171 mm-hmm. miles an hour because he passed me, and it looked like I, I felt the inertia. Uh, I mean, it was unbelievable because I'm standing on the side of the road, you know, obviously, so I'm not going to get that crazy son of a bitch. So he's blowing by us, you know, in that car, and I mean, it's, it's it's just amazing, you know. Yeah. It, it Once again, though, but the amazing thing with those guys is that they get in a car, they give it one little quick jerk left, one little quick jerk right, just to figure out what the suspension it. is, and then they're off. It's crazy. Yeah. ADD, have you seen the uh, Center Force bread truck? Yes. That's no. badass. Yes. What it's is awesome. it? Tell Go me. look at it. Okay. I will as soon as I can. I'm blocked up here. Dude, you've got to get out and see this, man. Yeah. It is so freaking cool. Um, it's neat what they did. Um, it's going to be their little, uh, what do you say, show vehicle or whatever. Okay. But it's an old bread truck, and then they hammered the shit out of it. It's got custom paint all over it. And it's got, like, you know, like this ground metal and shit on the side of it. It's really cool, man. It, the thing I'm liking that I've seen a few of is copper accents on cars. I, too, have seen that this year. Yeah. Oh, copper. Yeah, it's so sexy. Good. Did you ever see the Renault concept, the Alpine, that yes, was I did. copper? Yeah, that's I was just like, oh, wait until that's three or four years old. Yeah. Oh, God. A little patina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that... It, I went by the Center Force, you know, and uh, they're a sponsor of ours, too, but I stopped by, and I'm like, holy shit. I mean, I've, I've never, I would have never imagined that, you yeah. know? Yeah, but, it, yeah, it's pretty mean looking. It's Yeah, the copper trend I can get down with. So you guys you guys are here a lot, so you hear a lot. So I'm assuming the Vicious Mustang is going to be, you know, one of your top tiers, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. Um, oh, the bread truck's really cool. Isn't that bitching? And, of course, they had to put a wide body flare on the back. Of I course. love it. Yeah. I think it's so cool. It's just, it. Just like imagine having that drive behind you. Of I course, this is it. this is great for radio. I know audiences. Just go look at somebody's social media. Go to Center Force's uh, Instagram account. I'm sure it's up there. So go take a look at this bridge. Just amazing. imagine a it's very amazing. very orange van coming up behind you. Yes, yeah. it's, it's so awesome. <laughs> it's very orange. Speaking of vans, have you ever have you ever been inside the Ring Brother Winnebago? Uh, no, I've not. I've really wanted to be in. That, go. It sounds it's in amazing. Press Stone's booth. You've got to go inside the sun a bit. They're doing the show later. They're doing the show tomorrow, I believe. I have to go today because I'm flying tonight. I'm Dude, flying out tonight, so I have to go there. The a inside, bit. you're like, oh, it's just, and they'll tell you, oh, it's just the Winnebago. We stuck a motor in. Yeah, right. No, nothing no. they do is the inside just, yeah. is sick. I mean, they've taken like you know badass leather and put them on these school bus seats, and uh, I mean, it's like you know those little cheesy ass uh, fire. Places you can buy like a uh, little small the electric fireplaces. Yeah, he's got one of those yes. like, mounted in the back, and he's got a freaking big screen that's flush mounted in. The, I mean, this is all a man cave, dude. It, it's badass. It is badass. I, I still can't get down with the man cave term. I find that to be like that sounds like something else entirely. Right. <laughs> sounds like a leather bar. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's pretty mean, man. Yesterday we were sitting in it, and I I just. I was blown away. I mean, it's very, very, very cool. I didn't expect that. The work they do That's is cool. all. I mean, they're one of those builders that, like, you just know that whatever they do, it's just going to come. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. What do you think about their Cadillac that they released? Um, I like it. Uh, I think it's cool. It's a cool idea. We were debating it yeah. this morning. Can I be honest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, it was kind of a letdown for me for the rings, to be honest. Yeah. Okay? Because every. Uh, I'm going to be frank with you. As a builder, the first car is like, I get to come in here, obviously, before most people do like mm-hmm. you do. Rad Rides by Troy. Ring Brothers. Yep. That's, yep. All, that's all I go look at. I'm, yep. I'm going to be honest. That's what I go look Because those are the best, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I saw the Cadillac, and I'm like, really? I, I don't. I get it. It's and cool, but. You know. I, I just, here's the thing that really stuck out to me is, yeah, we've got a, it's, it's if anybody has seen it's 48 Cadillac. Uh, with a new LS, I'm oh, sorry, LT4 from the CTSV and a full interior from right. a CTSV. So the th- where I get all geeky with it is how they made that interior fit in the car. Now, arguably, the new Cadillac interiors, they're not as refined as some of the other counterparts. There's Got nothing it. wrong. I would say that there's there's nothing wrong with. It. They're very nice interiors. Yes. It's just if you stack it up against an E class. It's not it's, it's, and, and, and yeah, that's but, true. But the thing is, and, and again, you're right. The engineering aspect of that thing is incredible. I'll give it that. There's I, no question. I was just very impressed when I saw the thing. I'm like, oh, I get this. They right. packaged it to look like it's an OEM car. That's, that's, and they had the Monroni. That was the best thing. Monroni on the window. Yes. That was awesome. But when I saw that, when I walked up to it and I saw the engine bay, like, 
the shroud and everything mm-hmm. over the radiator. Yeah. I'm like, okay, they made molds just to set that thermoplastic yep. yes, and create that. So it looks like it rolled off a GM line, but with an old body. Yeah. Did you see the side mirrors? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get. I know the manufacturer of those. They they do our rear view mirrors, which are about two grand each. Oh, uh, the side mirrors. I will guarantee you those are a minimum of fifteen grand for side yeah. mirrors. Yeah. So I, uh. I get it. I just looked inside and I and, and from that aspect, you're right. I mean, the engineering's badass, but it didn't have that Ring Brothers badass. It didn't interior. have the kind of. That's what I wanted it's, to see. It, yeah, it, yeah, there's yeah, a little it. bit of fl- just some sort of flare that's missing. Maybe it's just that kind of car. Or, Maybe yeah, that, that, then, exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. Was that a Cadillac commission build? No, 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 it was not. Okay. It is a customer that requested uh, this. Uh, the, I want. I think it's a forty-nine, forty-eight, uh, no, forty-eight. Okay, yeah. uh, on you know a brand new. That's what they wanted. So they specifically went. Look, I want to make it look yeah, like so it they just built rolled off the customer line. line. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get I do, it. Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, the, the work quality. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like you can't. There's a lot of quality. Thing. I mean, no, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it. No, word. here's the thing. It's it's. The execution is incredible, phenomenal. It's just not what you usually expect from. Yes. No, it's not what. I, like you look at the Camaro that's here. That, that thing's awesome. Is that thing's awesome. Sick, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, I got to see that prior to whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the same transporter hauled all the rings cars with our cars, so I kind of got to cheat. Um, but uh, looking at them, it, I mean, it, that Camaro's off the chain, man. I mean, woo, it's sick. Yeah, they. They, I, I don't think they've ever built a bad car. I agree. I agree. The, the wide body Mustangs that they did last year was awesome. That producer, I mean, the producer car to me, it, it, that car will just go down in history. is a, is probably one of the sexiest fastbacks I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's a badass car. And the Winnebago is just ridiculous. And it is, and they made it sound like you know, I was talking to Mike. Oh, he's like, oh, it's just a good little engine. I mean, it's, it's funny because we really didn't do much to it. Seriously, yeah, it I, I went in there yesterday, and I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, the whole inside is done and it's patinaed and everything. It's yeah. really cool, dude. I'm still a huge fan of recoil. That that Chevelle. Oh, know, the yeah. recoil was. Yeah, that's yeah. that. That is. I, I just that love was that last body year too, team. wasn't it? No, that was a year before. I don't two know. Years ago, SEMA is SEMA is SEMA. It to just me runs together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Feels like we were just sitting here. Uh, I agree. Yesterday, when we were yeah. here last year. In it this does, booth. man. It's like, dude, it just it, it it's really weird, and it's bigger. This show's bigger. Of course, yesterday it is. was a was was a shit show. It's unbelievable. It was, it was like it was terrible to try I to get around. A helicopter. I just I had right. I had to stop. I, had to I go back to my proposal last year of a zip line, a VIP zip line yeah. system. I think I'm in on that. Mm-hmm. Let me know. I'm ready to. It's an extra thousand dollars at registration. I'll pay that right now. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just to not have to deal with the guy that stops every three feet to dick they with his do, camera. They do do exactly. That's yeah. that's the funny thing. We'll be walking and you're trying to hustle to get to a you know meet somebody whatever. And some dude will just, I mean, it's like the brakes on with a parachute, you know, right in front of you. And you're like, what the f-? And you boom, run into him, you know. And, you're, and then they look at you like you're an asshole. Yeah, I'm yeah. an asshole, yeah. And then it's like, congratulations, it's the 969 Camaro of the day. Right, exactly. Thank you for saying hey, that. Hey, you're looking at this painted axle in this bro truck. How awesome. many? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You haven't seen the other 75 to 150 that are here. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. there's just, for some of the cool stuff that's here. 98% of it is just boring and predictable. I mean, totally it's, just, agree. it's just like, ah, uh, 60-something Mustang, 60-something Camaro. Or, Someone tell me yeah. why some of these vendors, I have to know, have these fucking shitbag cars. I mean, I hate to say it, <laughs> but I mean, I walk around and we're like, what the fuck? I mean, and, and they know they could call reputable builders, you know, and, and they would gladly, I, I don't get it. There, it's got to be politics, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about Or just about they're, which they're one. in good with this one customer, it's and really even though weird. it's not a great car, they're still Or maybe it anyway. it's the marketing director driving some of the stuff, and they're not really kind of. It's got to be something weird, man. Or they like, lock it in early enough, and then you can't get something special like maybe. until it's not. Because they're not built yet, or something. Who knows? It could it's be a number of things. crazy, man. I mean, and I hate to say this, but it's some of these vendors that have the same car that I've seen for the last three years. Yeah. I've seen Wait, several cars that were here last year. Yeah. Which why? Why? I don't get it. I mean, I get it if you're if you're a smaller vendor and you don't have the budget to do that, and like, this is your showcase car, and you your break your small brake vendor, and every year you put your new stuff on it, and that's what you guys can afford. I get it. 
I totally get it. But if you are a, a big, McGuire's yeah. or you are Corsa or somebody, we're not saying that those two brands did that. We're just no, no, examples, no. right? Okay, you know, it's just like the Magflow guys here. Yeah. They, they're just no way to help. They got exactly. Batmobile no. out front. Yeah, Richard would never do that. Yeah. Yeah. Bring a Batmobile sitting out front. You know yeah, the Batmobile. Amazing. You know it's a full trophy truck. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's badass. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It is. Um, and on that note, we've now been going for an hour. we got to wrap up. Roger. So. Man, I loved it, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Just talking quick when, cars and talking shit for an hour. Hell, it's all yeah. fun. That was just quick when you're on. So, All right. So once again, i got to go through the sponsors real quick and give everybody a little love. It is Magnaflow. Thank you again for hosting us. This is uh, very gracious of them. The Forza guys for sponsoring the trip and taking care of the fuel and the hotels and all that fun stuff. Uh, go get yourself a copy of Horizon 3. You will waste too much time on it, and your job and or wife may hate you, but they'll <laughs> deal with it. Uh, and then uh, Fanatec Wheels for sending out that badass wheel set up. Uh, Jason, you got, have you played with those? Yes. Yeah. That wheel and pedal box is nicer than what's in both of my cars. Wow. Yeah. Go I jump, need better Go cars. jump on the rig. I need better cars. I need to. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, guys. That is uh, one more episode down.